Welcome to another episode of Ring the Bell with the Masters of Marketocracy. Tonight, Glenn Brownworth, one of our best performing masters, joins me, Tony Mitchell, to discuss the markets and how you might want to think about investing right now. Hey, Glenn, how you doing? Okay, how are you doing tonight, Tony? Good, great- good. <laughs> hey, the, the Fed held rates steady this week, but signaled they're probably going to raise one to two more times this year with only small cuts in 2024. The markets reacted negatively. Um, the bonds rates rose. How are you feeling about buying stocks right now, Glenn? Are you personally in a buy, hold, or sell mode? Uh, wow. This year's been pretty wild. Um, a part of me wants to say I'm in a buy mode, but I'd probably be in a more of a hold mode right now. Are we like, although, although the selling this week might be what we're looking for right before the, I kind of think there'll be an end of the year kind of uptick probably after Thanksgiving, but I think we're kind of like, it's the September into October, uh, kind of sell off a little bit. So people are taking profits, I think before the end of the year, at least that's kind of the way I see it right now. I'm uh, I'm 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 with you. I, I think that uh, selling is getting a little overdone, um, and, and I think uh, um, w- withholding any black swans that p- pop up the rest of the year. Um, I think the market can move higher the rest of the year. In fact, I'm I'm selectively buying. Uh, there's certain things I I may be selling, but uh, I bought some uh, Macy's today. I think it's way way overdone. Um, paying a great uh, six percent dividend um selling at less than five times pe um so i picked up some macy's and um i'm looking at selectively for certain things uh do you so glenn do you think that there was we still have an opportunity for soft landing or do you think there's a recession on the horizon honestly i think 2022 was the recession i really think that's when the unemployment was up higher and inflation was up higher right now Inflation's down low, unemployment's down, and there's 11 million unfilled jobs in the United States, and we're reindustrializing. The next five to seven years could really see a different kind of United States kind of show up that we haven't seen in 30 years, you know? Definitely a lot of change on the horizon, and um, I tend to think, too, that uh, recessions are really actually, you can see them better in the rearview mirror than you can looking forward, but I really think that uh, unless the Fed gets crazy with raising rates um, even further, um, that we can be uh, okay with a soft landing. Um, and that's part of the, my thesis for believing that the markets can move up the rest of the year here. Yeah. So today, Cisco announced the acquisition of Splunk. Uh, and in a typical, as it, typical in most acquisitions, Splunk was up about 20% and Cisco was down 4 or 5%. Uh, do you hold either, Glenn? Uh, I used to hold Cisco a long time ago in, in the uh, the modeling portfolio, but <clears throat> they kind of hit their what would you call it? Their kind of corporate peak. You know, their their, their glory days of the late '90s were kind of behind them a little bit. But uh, I think they needed something to kind of get them back into the enterprise environment. But if any company can do it, Cisco has an entire division devoted to mergers and acquisition. They would come in and they would actually set up your IT infrastructure connected to them. But what Cisco wanted to do is they didn't want to destroy the company they were buying. So they were very careful in how they kind of set it up because most mergers and acquisitions do not go well. You know, it's oil and water. 
yeah. Cisco definitely has experience in doing a lot. This is this is the their largest. Yeah. Um, but I think it's a good uh, it's a good merger. I think there's going to be a lot of synergies out of it. Um, Splunk is a good company. Cisco is a good company. I actually do hold Cisco. I've actually been holding Cisco kind of as a defensive play. Um, I think that they, uh, with with all the security issues, that they had some opportunities. I didn't expect great growth out of them, uh, but maybe we'll see a little bit better growth with this merger after this deal gets done. Um, so I'm. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm kind of happy. Obviously, I wish Cisco went up with it too, but it's typical that the acquirer goes down and the acquiree goes up. So, wish I held some Splunk too, because yeah. it would have been a nice 20% premium today. But yeah. So, Glenn, on our our last call, well, actually, the two calls ago, because uh, I had to miss our last uh, podcast here, but Gordon two months ago made a great call to buy Zoom, which was brilliant, as it rallied right after. Um, I, in that same call, warned of the auto strikes looming and warned about the big three, and all three of them fell after that call. Um, they have come back a little bit. Uh, it seems like once we got to the actual strike, there was a little relief and, and they've come back up. But um, the auto strikes in progress right now, and there's targeted strikes against all three of the big three. Um, and even though they've rallied a little bit, the UAW is warning of additional strikes if significant progress isn't made by tomorrow. Um, how do you feel about the strike affecting the overall market? Hmm. Well, I think everybody who wanted to buy a car in the past 24 months, for the most part, bought a car. And now everybody's kind of like at the tail end of that huge kind of bell curve. Uh, I think people are still buying cars, but I don't think that's going to affect them as much. I think it's just uh, a play because of inflation and, you know, prices have gone up for everything else. So the auto workers are just, you know, I'm sure that I'm sure the car companies have made some money in the past 24 months. They couldn't keep cars in stock. So I think now they're they figure, well, they got the cash. They're going to get them get the get them to change their uh, their contracts. Well, UPS just won a big contract for well. The company lost a big contract, but the, uh, excuse me, the Teamsters uh, won some big gains in their contract negotiations. And I think uh, Sean Fain at the UAW is uh, expecting to uh, make a mark and uh, make his name known for, through these negotiations. Um, so I expect this to go on for a little bit. On the other hand, the writer's strike looks like there's news today that it might be coming to an end because uh, time has passed and they realize they need to get back to work. Um, and they're coming back to the table doing some work. Um, I'm a little concerned that the, the the markets could get hit by the impact of these strikes if they're ongoing for a while. Uh, there's a lot of income that's going to be lost by the auto workers. Um, the auto companies, uh, they have about 60 days of inventory now, um, but that won't last very long. I mean, 60 days and there's going to be, there's still people, even though a lot of people maybe have bought recently, I think there's a lot of people that were waiting or shopping and certainly right now if they're not making cars it's not going to be a good time to buy um i i think if the strike continues the stocks will continue to pull back a little bit again it's interesting though ups was kind of rallying through the strike uh, i think in hopes of an agreement but the agreement came out and it was worse than everybody thought so then ups fell after the agreement was announced um so it's going to be interesting what happens here with the uh, the auto strikes Unfortunately, we don't have Gordon on tonight. Uh, I wanted to ask him where he thought Zoom was going to go from now, but 
that was a brilliant call on his part uh, two months ago when he said that uh, Zoom was prime, then uh, it saw a really nice pop right after that. You know, one of the other things going on right now, Glenn, is the debt ceiling debate is back. Um, that's the big issue in Washington again. Um, it seemed like it was put to bed, but they're fighting over what's going to be in, what's going to be out of the debt ceiling again. Is it a concern to you? Oh, man, I think this is just a lot of political BS because all of it comes down to it's just ones and zeros, and we basically put everything off until the future. I think we just p finished paying off the Spanish-American War, so uh, <laughs> it's just it's it's just political wrangling, but they threatened our country, and the last time they did this, they damaged our credit rating. We went from a AAA credit rating to a, an AA, a AAA or AAA minus something like that they actually knocked off one of the a's and right well even recently even after they uh came to an agreement uh the credit rating was uh reduced by one of the agencies so yeah, that's, that's uh, always always a threat not good um yeah. they're yeah. playing they're playing chicken with the wrong thing that's so dangerous that for 240 years, we've paid our bills, and I think that when they're messing around with this, they really don't understand it. You know, they're they're, they're not financial people, they're not economic people. They're just they're using it as some sort of ping pong ball, but it's really affecting things that are very dangerous. And I think they're they're playing they're playing with fire. You know, they're playing with fire. Yeah, and th this is something that could be one of those black swans I mentioned earlier. It, it's nobody's talking a whole lot about it right now, but if it doesn't get resolved. This could be a problem. The, the UAW strikes, this I just uh, read today too, where uh, Budweiser and the Teamsters are starting negotiations there. And, and again, the Teamsters were the were the UAW, um, I'm sorry, the Teamsters were the ones negotiating with UPS. So they're looking now for record contracts for their members uh, with, with Budweiser. And um, that of course, Nobody's drinking Budweiser anymore, right? So yeah. <laughs> they they have two problems. Yeah. <laughs> they have two problems. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm concerned. Um, yeah, hopefully it'll get resolved, but it's probably going to rear its ugly head again. So, Glenn, what stock are you watching right now to buy or sell and why? Uh, I guess I'm more on the uh, optimist side. And I've been thinking about this over the question. Uh, actually, I'm thinking of uh, it's called intracellular therapeutics. And they do cancer treatments and they actually were down 3% today, but they're not bad. It's $52 a share. They have a decent B rating. And uh, compared to all the other biotech companies that have been getting hammered in the last 12, I think the pandemic was like a, a rising tide that lifted all the biotech companies. And once the pandemic came, went, kind of started fading, all those biotech companies went down with the wave too. I can see that with a lot of the, the little teeny tiny companies I was trying to play around with. But uh, yeah, it's ITCI. They've you know, um, ITCI. Well, you've had made some great picks, uh, Glenn. So we'll have to take a look at that. Um, but you brought up an interesting point uh, because actually one of the ones that I think there's opportunity in is Moderna. Um, talking about coming up with the COVID and the uh, um, and then falling back down. That's exactly what Moderna did. 
but Moderna has a lot in the pipeline and they uh, are going to use that uh, gene uh, technology for some other things that may turn out to be really uh, big uh, new therapies. So um, I like Moderna uh, for the longer term. I mentioned earlier, I bought some Macy's today, which I, I'm, it, it's kind of unusual in this environment maybe, but I think it's a time to get in. And actually, even with the market down today, um, Macy's was moving up. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure exactly where they finished, but um, paying, like I said, a great dividend trading at a low PE. Um, they're, they're, they've shored up their balance sheet over the past few years. So um, I think it was a great opportunity. And the um, the other thing I did today was uh, I bought some puts on Bud because I think we'll see that pullback just like the auto companies did with this looming strike and negotiations. So that's where I'm at. Glenn, any last thoughts for our, our listeners? Hmm. Do you think the uh, you wouldn't have thought that the with all the chaos working at Anheuser-Busch that a lot of that pricing would have been worked in already? Like there there is that. a there is a lot. It started to see some movement back up, but now we're dealing with the Teamsters negotiations. So, and I don't know that their business is coming back anytime soon. So yeah. I think that they're uh, in a little bit of trouble. Hmm. All right. Yep. Well, Glenn, and uh, thank you for for joining us tonight. We'll be back next month, and I, I believe we may have a special guest with us next month, and a few more masters joining us. Yeah. Uh, but as always, uh, uh, if you want more information on any of the masters, please visit marketocracymasters.com. Thank you, and we'll talk to you all soon. Thank you.